Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My daughter's room, actually. All right, everybody, we are back. It is taped on live. Favorite is podcast, favorite is channel, favorite is everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. All right. And then uh also follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me at BD Williams18 for BD and then at M Holder95 for Matt. All right, guys, so we had another uh, thrilling overtime game. So I guess this team is an overtime team now. Um, they decided they want to win close games. Right. Um, you know, we're, 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 flipping the, we're flipping it here. Uh, we're winning close games now. Um, you know, it's, it's a little too late, in my opinion. But, you know, I always said this team's going to find a way to get to eight wins in frustration. So I don't know. I don't know. It, it feels like last year when they, they did the same thing about this time last year. Right, where they flipped it around and then went went out and get hot, maybe going a little run, finish ten and seven. Uh, ten, 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 oh, okay, we're going for ten and seven. Okay, I like it, Matt. I like it. <laughs> Still missed out on a wild card, ten and seven, but don't get the wild card. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. It's a lot. We got some time, man. We got some time. Ravens lost this week, you know. Right. Okay. There uh, you go. You know, Bills, Patriots Bills. lost. Look at okay, Patriots. There we go. Patriots, high yeah. Right? You know, they're not, they're not so high, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chargers next week, you know, it's gonna be Herbert versus Carr on Twitter all week, so you got to get ready for that. Uh, it's gonna be exciting, yeah. man. It's gonna be exciting, but uh, I do want to say that the Raiders are now five and oh since Rich Gannon has called out Derek Carr, so we got a, a Derek Carr call out after the Colts game, and uh, you know, he's five and oh, five and oh, whoa, whoa, yeah, he, he went on 33rd team, it was like, you know, Derek Carr, he even mentioned his record. I was like, oh man, you brought the right. I think he's getting where I think he's getting hold off on is the five and oh part. Yeah, yeah, the, the five and oh part. Yeah, you're getting held up on that, BD. He's five and oh since Rich Gannon callouts the last two seasons. So we're, we're, we're oh, on a streak. Oh, okay, the last two seasons. I got, yeah, I got, two I got seasons, man. I was like, but they bad. have four wins. <laughs> he's, he's like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, right. He called them out after the Browns no, game. That's good explanation. That's good explanation. Okay, we won three in a row, right? And now we're at the second time a Rich Gannon callout. We're two and oh. So we appreciate Rich Gannon. I hope he tweets right now. Maybe he didn't like Derek Carr's performance. Bring up his record again, 61-77. Yeah. Boy, tweet that out, Rich. Let's get keep, that going. Keep tweeting at him. Keep tweeting at him, Rich, please. <laughs> love Something. it around here. We love it around here. So, all right. first of all, I all want right. to talk about a couple of things, okay? Okay. That was an ugly game. That was a very ugly game. Uh, if you think about the hole that the offense put themselves in, giving the ball away, I mean, in, including the fourth fourth and in inches uh, turnover on downs, they had four turnovers in this game, Raiders mm -hmm. or three. Uh, mm -hmm. But I mean, they they cough the ball up. You know, usually when you cough the ball up, you're not going to be in a position to win it, and they somehow were in the end. Um, so it was another uh, another game where there's like complimentary football. Defense was coming up with stops. They were making big plays in crucial moments. It's like, what? Who is this? 
you know, what, what team is this? Obviously, Max Crosby was the biggest factor on that side. But, um, I mean, yeah, that's a team win, I guess you could say. Go ahead, man. I was going to say, it was, it's a, it was like a weird game. It was just such a back and forth, like you start talking about, like, there's like plays like you're talking about Rich Gannon can you can point to like like Derek Carr played play terribly and then there's other throws where you can point to where he put throw it played phenomenally and it's like it was yeah. the same thing it was like neither team could figure out how to like find some middle ground and just like play play the road like you know what I mean like it was either any team either team you're either playing your at your best or at your absolute worst and it was the same thing with like the offensive line I felt like that was the biggest example like there were points where they were getting stuffed and uh, you know Dylan Parham was getting beat by by Shelby Harris in that third and one. And then there are other times where there's a, uh, a crater of a hole that Josh Jacobs is running for an 86 yard touchdown for. It was just yeah. so weird. Like you could not, you could not predict this game, whatever you thought was going to happen. Like as soon as that, it, like it flipped right. on its head and it's like, you know, it was the exact opposite. Yeah. And you know, um, I thought th- this game was uh, about the stars who got paid. You know, everybody's talking about, Oh, these guys don't deserve money. We saw good games from all the guys that, you know, all the big money guys, you know, Adams had that crazy one handed catch at the end of the game, um, you know, and then uh, even you saw Max Crosby. I, I don't know how Geno Smith held on to a couple of those uh, footballs that he got, but, I mean, it looked like a couple of sack fumbles that Max almost got. Um, yeah. You know, you saw, saw him come up big time. That's what you want from those type of players. Uh, you know, Max really showing he's a star. And, then of course, Josh Jacobs, he's a closer just like he always is with this huge run. So um, definitely a yes. lot of positives. But I, I want to talk about something a little bit different because we're in a super positive game. They won. Can we talk about Josh McDaniel's conservative play calls this whole game, right? Throughout like the fourth downs and some of the things that they're happening. Like they went, they kicked the field goal on fourth and one, you know, uh, you know, they, before, even before regulation trying to get a field goal, they decided they wanted to take it home, you know, with two timeouts. So, you know, what are you guys' thoughts on that a little bit? I mean, it's, it's it's interesting that you brought that up. I thought that obviously they're going for it on a lot of fourth downs, right? Yeah. And then they get stuffed and, you know, they decide to give it to the kicker. The kicker never misses and he misses. So that's like an unfortunate situation. That's uh, you, you can, you can't, I can, I would almost say you can't really chalk that up to like a bad coaching decision. Like who's going to predict that the kicker who never misses is going to miss. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, I completely uh, understand what you're saying. As far as like the actual calls, I thought that, you know, I was wondering like, okay, on a fourth down, they're going to throw it at least one, one of these times. Right. It's not going to be yeah. always a run. Right. You know, so, you know, um, I, I agree with you on that. I think that some of, some of the things that they were doing were certainly questionable and it seemed like it was putting them in the position that they were having to fight out of. Yeah, yeah it was like, yeah, I was, was going to say the same thing, too, is like it's it's weird with him and his decisions. Like he'll he'll get cute with it or like get trying to like more or less conservative with it with his play call, like running, trying to draw a pin and pull for that that second time on that third and one instead of just QB sneaking it or whatever it was, or, or just running a dive with Jacobs. But then like, and then like, yeah, like then they'll make decisions too, like the fourth and one when you're running the ball down their throats to to kick the field goal. It's like, it's very weird. It's like, it's not consistent with what he ends up calling like his half of his decision-making, which is like just so weird. Yeah. And you know, and it ends up working out this time, you know, and they're working out. Marcus. Oh, you can't hear me. I can hear him. You good? Okay. All right, my bad. Um, it, it, it ended up working out this time, you know. Um, but after a while, 
it, it's, you know, some of those things, you know, they might not end up working out, especially some of the play calls he's making there on some of those plays. So it's interesting that they ended up still winning this game. But, you know, I really felt like he tried to win this game. So that's why I brought it up. Because if it was like something that he wasn't, you know, we feel like we're just tanking or something like that. He's busting out all the plays. He's, you know, he, he's lining up Josh Jacobs on the outside, getting him one-on-ones. You know, he's getting, you know, I'm calling on the wheel. Yeah, call flea, the flea flicker. So, so you, you felt like and that's a nasty flea flicker. You it can't was. defend that. You can't defend that. It was. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, you know, you felt like he's trying to win this game, you know, but, and you see that some of those conservative play calls, like, is, is that really him or, you know, what it is? But I just wanted to see what you guys thoughts because I just thought that was interesting that. You know, it was a little bit. It was a little bit Jekyll and Hyde. It was a little bit Jekyll and Hyde for sure. Yeah. He, he seemed a lot more aggressive with the play calling in the first half, and then as it as the game wore on, and I think he was now in a situation where he's like, I don't want to blow this, right? Then you start seeing some more conservative play calling. I would say. Yeah, I would say so. All right, uh, you know, so you know, Josh Jacobs had his a uh, another huge game, two hundred thirty three yards. I think he's finished it with after the. Last play was a 229, something like that. 33 carries, 229, 6.9, uh, you know, yards per carry, two touchdowns. Uh, you know, he could, can, continues to have his uh, breakout season. I probably, he's almost uh, probably at, what, 1,200 yards now? I mean, yeah. Is he, he, he hit 1,000 today. Yeah, I know he hit 1,000 today. Is he the first one? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah like, uh, I don't know, he was almost at 1,000 going into uh, the game. So, man, yeah. he probably almost at 1,200 yards, um, you know, uh, we're getting up there with you. I mean, he, he's probably going to hit 1500 this year. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, what they do with him going forward. Um, you know, they could have yeah. kept him for another 8 million. Now he Derek actually Henry. outran that. Yeah. So Derek, Derek Henry had a uh, 110, had 1010. Uh, okay. So, okay. Heading into the week. So, okay. Uh, so, but he might have, pa- he might have caught him. I think I so. I think, I think it's saying, I'm, I think I'm looking at the updated right here. Uh, Jacobs is leading the NFL with 1,159 yards. And it doesn't look like Henry had many today. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, J- Jacobs is in the lead. It looks like 5.4 yards per carry. I mean, the next uh, person who has a higher yards per carry is, is a quarterback on this in this list, in this top 10 here. So, you know, leading the NFL in rushing right now on only 216 carries. Um, pretty, pretty remarkable, especially, you know, considering that this line has been musical chairs, right? Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that was something I was trying to pay attention to in this game, Marcus, was like this offensive, was the offensive line. Were they swapping guys? Because I saw, do we see Simpson in the game? And then, and then uh, as the game went on, he was out. What, what's going on? I don't know. I, I think I saw him on the field goal. I think that's all I saw him. But, you know, they didn't do too much swapping this time. I didn't see Mumford out there really at all. Um, mostly Illuminor. Illuminor, yeah. Yeah, they uh, haven't but, been. Yeah, they haven't been swapping like in the last like three weeks, unless they unless they've had to. Like like Munford's come in on a few like as like a tight end on a few plays, and then last week when Miller was out, Munford came in. They didn't swap at all. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought they they played really well today. I, I thought, um, you know, of course, Alex Bars is going to give up his pressures, and you know that's who he is. Uh, but yeah. you know. <laughs> He had a couple. You got to give him some credit. Got to give him some love. He had a, he had a couple good uh, second level blocking as yeah. a run blocker today. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. He got it on those guards. He also got uh, beat. He got beat a couple times too. But it is what it is at this point. Yeah, so he got a couple. Right. <laughs> he got a, he got a couple uh, pulls and you know had some good blocks. You know, you know, Parham's getting better. You know, at the left guard position. You know, Andre James. You know, I think Luminor has played well. 
for at least four or five straight weeks, in my opinion. And of course, Miller's been a little up and down, but I think he came back, played well. So, you know, you see the offensive line play like that. That's why you see Carr able to have the kind of the couple of good games he had the last couple of weeks where you have like a higher YPA and stuff like that with the offensive lines playing a little better. Um, so, I mean, you know, kudos to them. You know, I, you know, you giving a lot of shit on here. So, you know, you know, we give you some props when you come out and play well. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're opening up some big holes for Jacobs today. So, you know, they, they definitely uh, deserve some praise for that today. I'll give them that. I mean, I think maybe maybe one of these days do like a retrospective and going back to like 2016 and look at cars pocket movement and now look at it right now and just like how light years ahead he's grown in that area. I mean, you know, if if you're just standing still and bars is getting beat and you get keep on getting sacked, everyone's gonna say offensive line is trash, right? But yeah. if you keep on moving and buying yourself time and making that guy, you know, uh, you know, giving his giving him some time, right? Then everyone, you know, you don't take many sacks, you don't get hit a lot. All of a sudden, the offensive line, everyone thinks the offensive line played great, but all that changed was the quarterback play. So, what I think what we are seeing from Derek Carr and you know, in his ninth, tenth year in the NFL now is uh, just really, really incredible pocket movement, subtle stuff to you know keep him keep his eyes downfield and keep the play alive. And that's what I'm seeing at least. From, from I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark. It's on your end. Oh no, no, no. I I, I thought he's he's been better in the pocket than people give him credit for. They just you know, he just has that uh, that thing from Fresno State. Basically, people just kind of bring that up, in my opinion. But, I, you know, because he avoids a lot of sacks, man. If you even like PFF, he's like, what, 15 percent sack percentage. And he's 35th. He's 35 percent pressure rate. He's fifth in pressure rate. And he avoids a lot of sacks. So he does. You know, it's on tape. It's on film. It's in stats. It is what it is. But, you know, he, he has a reputation. So the reputation is going to stick with him. But he does handle pressure. I mean, basically, John Gruden forced him to. So. <laughs> John right. Gruden was like, you're not going to play like this anymore. You're going to have to avoid this, and I'm just going to destruct the whole offensive line, and this is how you're going to yeah. play. So he figured it out, and that's why he's playing better than that. Right. He is figuring it out. So I got I got a couple questions in the in the chat. People are asking about opinions on some questionable calls or, you know, some controversial, I'll say, calls. If you guys want to weigh in on either either of these. Um, I mean, I mean, he dropped that ball on the, on the on the sideline, the ball. DK's catch. Yeah, it was not a catch. It was not a catch. The fumble. See, see, Gino, uh, whatever his last name. He said the shin was down, which was true. His shin was down. And my third he was like, like at that point, like they were talking about. Four, they said forward progress was like getting his was uh stopped or called or whatever. He's like literally moving backwards and in a position like where he can't defend himself. Don't we want like a quick whistle on that? Like they kept talking about. They're like, yeah, I thought it was a little quick to call it. I'm like, I mean. The guy's getting like bent backwards. Like I was worried Jacobs was gonna like break his like tear up his knee the way like that he was getting like rolled up on. Right. And, and then like and I mean like how can you not how can forward progress not be over when you're literally moving backwards? So yeah. I watched the game on mute. Okay. And when they kept on replaying it, I'm like, oh, did Jacobs get hurt here? I'm not thinking it's a fumble because he's completely stopped. Right. Yeah. So like I'm not even like hearing the commentary. I'm just assuming that it must be an injury. I'm not even thinking that it's a fumble. So it didn't appear to be a fumble to me, just like off the first look. It looked like he was down and then afterwards, like and the plane was done and then the, the ball came out. That's what it, you know it appeared to me. But I, I I'm not watching with the sound on, so I didn't hear the whistle, of course. So yeah. Uh yeah. but yeah, that was my yeah. first uh, you know thought on that one. I mean the head, the head ref. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Uh you can you can go with it. Yeah, so the head go. ref. Uh, the head ref, I mean, um, on CBS, like I said, Gino, whatever his name is, the guy, you know, you know, what the, uh, you know, fourth and inches, the paper guy. Um, yeah, he, uh, uh, that shin was down. So 
you know, uh, they might not reverse anyways, if you look at it that way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who knows? But yeah. But you know, yeah. the Raiders pulled it out. Um, what about you know we talked about the defense much? You know, we talked about Max Crosby a little bit. Um, I thought they were able to get a lot of a lot more pressure today from the inside. So what do you what do you guys think about I think Bilal Nichols? We I, I didn't know, you know, it's funny, Jerry Tillery comes in and all of a sudden Bilal Nichols is not getting double teamed as much. He looks okay, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that lit a fire under I think that lit a fire under Bilal Nichols. I thought yeah, he, he, he probably just thought he was like, okay, I'm I'm always going to be the guy, and then they bring in a guy that could yeah, also do what he does. And then two games, back to back games, he has his best game as a Raider right. and ends up getting right. his first sack, uh, uh, first sack this year. I mean, that, there was that one play that called it out on the the broadcast too, like where like literally all four guys got pressured, and I'm like tweeting out from the account, I'm like this is I think legitimately the first time all four defensive yeah. linemen have gotten pressure for sure. this year, for sure. and it was like a beauty to see. And I mean, it was a damn shame. I hope uh, Andrew Billings is all right. No, he didn't. didn't yeah. uh, he, I don't think he came back after getting rolled up on. Got a sack and got injured. Because I mean, he's having one hell huge of a loss. He's pl- probably playing like last like three or four weeks. One of the best one techniques in the NFL. Got to be. You know, yeah. like he's, he's playing yeah. phenomenal right now. Andrew Billings. Yeah. That'd be a huge loss. I mean, he's, he got to the point where he's playing on third down and long. So, you know, that's, that shows the faith they have in him right now that he could play all three downs. I mean, because that sack he got was on third down and long. You know, that, that's that's him pushing the pocket. He's been pushing the pocket really well, playing the run really well, man. He's just been fantastic. So that would be a, a huge loss, you know. Um, and he was doing all that. To, he was doing all of it today, too. Like, he was on one. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. But, and so, yeah, I mean, definitely defensive line. The uh, commentators, uh, when I when I did have the sound on, I, I heard them talking about the defensive line looking good. Um, so I think that was pretty obvious. The back end, it was it was interesting in this game. I mean, Trevor Merrick like steps in front of two passes and they just go straight through his hands. Harmon double catches that one. You know, he's still bobbling it when he's rolling out of bounds. That was a good call by the officiating um, crew. That was obviously not a catch and not an interception, right? Um, but they were doing a good job early. Geno Smith settles down. He stops putting the ball in danger. He does more check downs, forcing this team to rally to the ball. And then you, that's when you start seeing them slip a little bit and give up, you know, some chinks in the, in the armor uh, when they're having to play like sound defense. And Geno Smith was like making them defend every inch of the, of the field. That was that was a little uh, you, you see the, you know, things starting to wear down a little bit. But Rocky scene, there was that one. Um, I mean, I thought I thought he had some good coverage plays that just went wrong today. Like there was there was one to Tyler Lockett when, to me, when I just when I saw the replay, it looked like it was great coverage. 
and they called him for a, a holding, right? Yeah. So I'm not sure because it didn't, it didn't seem like um, Lockett's momentum was ever like stopped or delayed. like he wasn't like you know yanking on him. So uh, I was confused about that call. It looked like great coverage and got beat. Um, and I think there was another one where he was in phase with DK Metcalf um and you know still raking the catch point dk Metcalf's a beast um and then there was another one where he just went for a big hit and i feel like if he just shot his hand through the catch point he would have disrupted the ball so he's like there in a couple moments in a, you know in a couple in a couple situations but just didn't make the play for whatever reason so at least he was looking feisty the other guys i think are still you know not looking so hot if this pass rush isn't getting there, these these guys are going to get exposed. And that's just based off of what I've been watching this year. I don't expect to see these guys like strapping, you know, Seahawks receivers when I go through the all 22. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I, uh, I don't know. What else we, what else we got today, guys? Jerry's uh, defense, uh, you know, all stars showed up. Uh, Foster Moreau. I was telling you before the game started, uh, before this uh, stream started, that he's a little yeah. disappointing to me today. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had he had the, he had the game tying touchdown, um, but you know he had a couple drops. I mean, he just it's kind of the same thing we saw last year with him. He's just not dependable with tough catches all he, the time. His his yeah. my biggest uh, gripe with him is just consistency. Like I feel like he has like great plays where like like he'll start games off where he'll be like making a couple nice catches and like start to get in the groove, and then you'll sit there and be like. And then he'll have like a drop or whatever, or he'll have something, or he'll have like a negative play, and it's just like, man, you just you just can't put together that full game to really be like, yeah, we could, yeah. We could potentially turn the reins over to you. That's yeah, yeah, he's he's not. I don't think that he is in every down tight end. He's like a guy. Yeah. He's like a you. He's a move tight end. You can you know use him as a movable battering ram, and he can stretch the field because he can really run. But yeah, like. To be that guy who's like making the tough catches, we haven't seen that from any tight end so far this year, and that's getting pretty frustrating. Yeah, because I mean, he has he's had some big drops and big moments. I mean, there's one against the Colts, and then there's a third down. I mean, that they get that third and five, who knows how this game ends? I mean, I have to get to this point, so um, that was a huge drop for them, too. So, yeah, I mean, when they get Darren Waller back and Hunter Renfro, like I said, man, I don't know how far away we are from that. Was it like next week? I think, um, think after so. the target next week, no, is it next week? After the Chargers game, I think they're available because right, it was four weeks. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't remember when they put that when they started that. But um, so they got time for that. But we'll see how they see how they do on that one. Well, Matt said it early on, going for ten and seven. Darren Waller comes back, kind of run for gets back. Okay, just like last year, man. Just Matt like called year. it, guys. You heard it here first on go. TDL. Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if they went out, because they play a bunch of AFC teams too, man. They got to play the Patriots. They yeah. play the Chargers. You know, if, if if that happens, I'm not going to entertain that. I'll wait till seven and seven, and then I'll start entertaining it. Yeah. Okay. If you get to seven and seven, I'll entertain it. But until yeah. then, I'm not even entertaining it. See you in three weeks. See. <laughs> man, if they beat the Chargers like this week, I mean, I really don't even care about the rest of the season because that's how that's how fitting would it be for them to go through the, the the easiest part of the schedule and stumble through it and then hit the like hard part and actually like start playing like good football like it's like oh when we play the freaking jaguars and the 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 um they have so colts boat, without boat, a coach boat, boat race but play the freaking uh nfc west leading seahawks and win in overtime <laughs> <laughs> right, it's, that's been the Raiders season, man. I mean, they, they, yeah. they should have beat the Chiefs the first time. Yeah, yeah, lose the Chiefs by one. Yeah, they'll probably beat the Chiefs now. That's what I'm telling you. Man. This, this is how it's going. This, 
this is the Raiders. It's a roller coaster ride. You can't you can't ever look away. Yeah. All right, guys. One more thing. One more thing before right. we get out of here. I know Marcus, you got to run. This is not a team that has given up. Obviously, For sure. we're seeing the results from last two weeks. Almost in a situation, it looks like their record is like it's like we're reeling here. Like there's nothing going good here, and they have extreme amount of fight two weeks in a row. I don't know who we're going to credit with that. Well, maybe we can hear more interviews and figure out who's, you know, the key person responsible. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to credit McDaniels with that yet, but this team is showing a lot of fight right now. Someone, some group of people in the building is getting that out of everyone. Uh, so hopefully we, we could just, you know, see that continue in the coming years as well. Yeah. It's probably Derek Carr crying. I was going to say 2-0 and oh, since Derek Carr has cried at the press conference. So. Okay, so it's the Derek Carr cry. That's yeah. It's not even Gannon. It's the Derek Carr cry. Okay. Yeah, it's both. Uh, it's I see both. where you guys are going here. See where you guys are going. I like it. 2-0 oh, since Derek Carr crying. 5-0 and oh, and Rich Gannon call-outs. I think we're, we're... – <laughs> Yes, sir. Curious, so with the Rich Gannon call-outs, I'm curious, when's the cutoff? Because, like – because they, they, I don't remember, did they play only three three games after the Browns last year? And I don't think they. Yeah, and, and then they lost in the playoffs. So if we get the playoffs, we're losing. It, it ends at the end of the season. So gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Rich but, Rich Gannon calls don't extend to the playoffs. It doesn't. Yeah, they're only regular season call outs here. Right. Right. Okay, so we're extending it through the rest of the season. So if they yes, if they potentially yeah, lose we're, out, we're like keeping we're, a tracker on Rich Gannon call outs. We're five and zero regular season. So good to know. Good to know. Uh, regular season. We're not counting the playoffs. All right, All right, guys, I, uh, I'm out of here. Uh, All right. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Is the button not working here? There you go. There you go. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, we're out of here, guys. Peace.